the year of Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> I thought oh. you were just yeah. saying things associated with 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Perfect. Hey, this is Drew here with my favorite person to watch movies and TV shows with. So who better than to look forward to 2024 with other than Jamie? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. So um, welcome back. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Two episodes in a row recorded mere moments apart. Um, (laughs) What are the odds? And we'll see how they get released. But um, this is new release, a show, a podcast, as it were, where each week we watch something new and then decide whether we want more or not. Perfect. Um, You did about as good as Ashley does whenever I (laughs) throw her under the fence. Under the fence? Uh, no. <laughs> Under the bus? <laughs> Under the bus. Over the fence, through the, the, the words we go. Us, yeah. um, so this is episode 198. We are fast approaching the um, magic number, but unfortunately, our first episode where we watch a new thing for 2024 <laughs> is going to be 199. Would have been really cool mm. if it was 200, but... Nonetheless, um, we're going to kind of take turns picking our the things we're looking forward to most in 2024. Um, if there's anything that we talk about today that you just need to be on the podcast for for the coming year, then I'll give you that privilege to stake your claim now over Ashley, mm-hmm. um, co-host. She's been on 190 episodes, but since you've been on two in a row... <laughs> <laughs> I would never. You have a lot of momentum. No. Um so so yeah, um we can do movies. We're probably going to do mostly shows for the podcast itself, but for this discussion and also I should say like I tried to do some research into most anticipated TV and in movies for for the year, but like there's a million things. Movies are released on a pretty predictable schedule, especially now that things are going back to theaters. So that's a little more defined, but for shows, which we I'd prefer to focus on for the podcast, it's pretty hard to see more than a couple months in advance, aside from some like really marquee things that don't maybe have a release date, but we know they're going to come out this year. So anyway, what, um, what do you want to stake your claim on first or what do you, What's one thing that you're most excited about? Oh, we're just starting? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, well, I mean, do you want to no, talk about no anything preamble. else? No, I have no One of the TV shows I am most looking forward to is going to be uh, this won't be super shocking, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned One Piece, obviously, in mm-hmm. the last episode and this is the live action airbender yes the only one that exists the (laughs) only one um no on the heels of i mean every avatar fan has like this deep hole in their heart from the live action movie that was (sighs) 
I mean, if there's if it's any consolation, it I don't know if, uh, if Shyamalan's career was already torpedoed, but certainly anchored him even further to the ocean yeah. floor. Uh, it was it was bad, and I think we all have that you know have the pain from that still deep within us. But um, and we're always wary. I'm I'm wary of like a live action uh, adaptation, but. The like teaser dropped a couple weeks ago, a month ago, whatever, and it just looks beautiful. Like it looks beautiful, and it's interesting because the original creators of the show are no longer attached to the project, so it's like there were supposedly creative differences. Who knows what the real story there is? But like the original creators don't have a hand in this live action show, and that is a little maybe worrying. That's not necess- That's not a great sign usually, but I will say that. Yeah, the trailer was just gorgeous, and I feel like I'm cautiously optimistic, or like very optimistic. I don't know about how it's actually going to turn out. Like I'm, I'm excited. Cool. Um, yeah. When does that come out? Do you know? February twenty second. I think it is. Yeah, February on on Netflix. Are you gonna need to watch <laughs> as much of of Last Airbender anime? As you did to prepare, as you did, I mean, as you did for One Piece? No. Or you're just going to go, you're just going to jump into this one? I'm just going to jump into this one. I feel like I rewatched at least some of Avatar semi recently. Me so too. It's, yeah. Very thoroughly. Oh, yeah, I remember. Uh, <laughs> so it's still half fresh on my brain. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a nice, like, a. it's not too fresh, so I can't be persnickety about, you know, details that are different, but it's nice enough that I have that like recent attachment to it to feel like I, I'll know what's going on. So that's absolutely one we should do for the podcast. I guess we can use this exercise a little bit as planning and you, um, I can go ahead and confirm you as the guest hmm. for that. Now I'll have to look at my calendar. Yeah. Um, this year, are you going to be more open to watching things as they come out? I mean, this is going to be a Netflix full release. So, mm-hmm. You're going to be fine watching. We're not going to have another Doctor Who 60th anniversary hmm. situation, which didn't make your list. Uh, oh, because we've already talked about it. Yeah. We had a true. whole episode dedicated to the fact that we were hyped about it. Yes. I and then you eventually finished. That. Yeah. It took me, it just didn't take that long for me to finish. Like that was actually record momentum. It almost it made sense because those were week to week releases, right? On Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And so you were just. It was a three-part special, and you waited till the other two parts came out mm-hmm. to finish it, plus a week, and then another Christmas special came out, and I watched it immediately. Yes, so, on Christmas Day. Yeah, pat myself on the back for that yeah. one. I like that. I like that you watched it on Christmas Day. That's a fun little yeah um, bonus. So um, I'll watch Last Airbender, and we'll do that one together. Are you gonna fall asleep during me. it? I don't know. Depends hey. on if you fall asleep. <laughs> never again. Never again. Mm-hmm. Unless it's uh, one of your favorite shows of all time. Yeah, every that time. That is when you sleep your best, I feel. Yeah. I mean, it's not personal. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with just the one that um, I might have mentioned that we're going to start the podcast year off with. Um, I think it's everything that I mentioned about murder at the end of the world um, will apply here just in terms of I want... Basically, my goal for myself would be to have 
I'll watch new things as they come, but I want to have one show at all times, at least one, but one's plenty that I'm watching week to week. Right. So I'm hoping the True Detective, um, Night Country, I think it is. Was that the last one? Mm-hmm. Or is that this new That's one? That's this new one. Okay. Because um, there's been three True Detectives, but they're anthologies. So the stories don't really connect. They have some tonal overlap. Um, of course, the McConaughey, Woody Harrelson first season was like, just a huge like phenomenon. Everyone um, was obsessed with it, including myself. Second one with Colin Farrell, less so. Um, Colin people... Farrell was in it? Yeah, yeah. People wow. kind of actively hated that one. And then season three was a, a resurgence with Mahershala Ali. Um, I think this is Jodie Foster at the center yeah. of Night Country. And I'm just really hoping... Um, Ashley and I are going to review this for the podcast, but I'm really hoping this fills that week to week viewing and, um, ideally for both of us. Um, but we'll see, um, how we both feel about it in about a week. Has she seen the first three seasons? Good question. I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, normally that would be a problem, but But in this case, yeah, yeah, it might just be less baggage (laughs) for her to bring. What's your second choice? Uh, second choice. Ooh. Oh, God. I feel like I'm painting a picture of myself that is. Um, my next Anime? choice. Yeah. It's a question mark, question mark, question mark in terms of when it's released. <laughs> yep. Uh, but supposedly X-Men 97 is on the way on Disney Plus, which is a continuation of the 90s cartoon version of the x-men yeah i need some context here i mean I, the only thing I, I, why is 90 is 97 um significant because when you like think back on like wolverine's costume friend like that was like I think that's kind either, of a definitive time in x-men history yeah it's either the year that it's picking up from because i feel like the original x-men cartoon was either started in 97 or ended in 97 so it's a direct continuation of the 90s animated show. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those years. I'm not sure which one. I wonder how like we get all this nostalgic kind of rebooting and stuff. It would be really, I mean, for me, it was the old Spider-Man cartoons that I was super into. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to some degree. But it's like. I don't know what a reboot of something that's already kind of like out of time. I mean, it, it, it has references to it, but because so much of what's nostalgic is kind of like the live action feeling. And that takes a lot of effort to recreate a period in live action for a, uh, maybe I'm overthinking this, but for an animated show to be set 25 years plus in the past, well, I that's how it's going to feel, of, yeah. I think what's really cool about it is that I feel like the original cartoon might have ended on a cliffhanger. And there are always these shows, like when you watch so much TV, like you're going to inevitably get attached to a show that gets canceled in its prime. And often it will be canceled on a cliffhanger, right? Like, yeah. And then you get no resolution and that show is just dead and you never see anything come out of it, come out of it again. But this is basically picking up like rebooting a show that a bunch of people liked 
on an end point where we don't know what happened and you get to actually continue the story. Like that's really cool. I don't feel like that's really been done necessarily very many times. Like Firefly is a rare Mm -hmm. example where it was sort of rebooted into a movie, but on a like continued the story, but on the basis of trying to bring in new fans as well. So it was threading this kind of tricky line. Um, And then it became its own graphic novel series. Uh, But you very rarely get any sort of conclusion or uh, closure from a show. So it's just continuing this kind of cool, like it's bringing something back that we didn't have closure with and giving us closure slash a new beginning slash who knows what's going to happen next. Like, I think it's really cool. And if it's in the same animated style, I think that's fun too, because it's like nostalgically, like it'll be sharper, but it'll still be like bright and poppy yeah that'll be that's true um it's not like that i don't think it'll feel nostalgic i just kind of yeah i can't think of another example of something like street sharks being (laughs) rebooted in the same style like normally it would be modernized so i wonder how they're going to handle that are you going to need to watch um you personally are you going to need to watch the end yeah remember it yeah uh, refresh yourself i restarted it recently cliffhanger yeah i want to Rewatch it fully. Um, there's so many good options to choose from. Um, for my next pick, there's a lot of movies I know we're gonna see. Um, but I'm I'm cautiously optimistic for this um, Diablo Cody written, mm. yeah, <laughs> um, kind of zany um, high school set comedy um supernatural comedy whatever retro um 80s nostalgia lisa frankenstein um which comes out on february 9th in theaters i think so yeah um so we'll have to see if we want to cover any of this for the podcast or not but i definitely um, want to see it yeah I, i i'm it might be like some movies i've been disappointed with recently like totally killer Mm-hmm. Which in my best friend's exorcism, mm-hmm. kind of the same um, comedic slash horror supernatural tone that's pretty hard to pull off um, without it just seeming like a lot of flashiness or a lot of like ch- cheap um, attempts at manufacturing nostalgia. It's actually I, I'm, I'm I'm very optimistic because of Cody's involvement. I pretty much love anything she's written or directed and um she's only written this but that gives me a lot of hope that she'll nail the the high school dialogue yeah i mean it's basically bringing justice back for jennifer's body and how it was kind of trashed by everyone but then had a resurgence as kind of a cult film and now it's going to hopefully be what Jennifer's body should have gotten if it's good enough, I guess, uh, like the praise and like the acknowledgement of it. I think it's a nice, it's nice for her to be able to do this in a time where it might be more appreciated. So it'll be interesting to see whether that lands or not. Yeah. Also it's directed by, I think Zelda Williams, right? That's Robin Williams daughter. Oh, okay. Interesting. Is that her debut? I think so. Probably. Yeah. So it's just exciting. Like it's very, just a lot of buzz. I'm cool. excited. It looks like it's going to be real weird. Yeah, which could be good or could be dumb if not executed well. Yeah, but the cast is also really good. Yes. I love the main actress. Okay. What's your third one? Animated? No, I'm going to be 
bold. Well, the first one wasn't even animated. Yeah. So, I just, fair. I feel like I'm like painting like a niche, like annoying picture of myself with all of my choices. Oh, because you didn't but... pick True Country or True Detective? <laughs> <laughs> um, True Country is actually my next choice. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm going to go with, you know what? The Fall Guy. Yeah. I thought you might pick that. Yeah. Although it was moved to May. I thought it was coming out earlier. Based than that. on something I wrote down, yeah. I Who knows? Remember, yeah. Uh, Fall Guy starring, you know, buzzworthy Ryan Gosling, currently on the map for his star turn. No one had heard of him before Barbie, no. I think. Uh, pretty low key. Um, and Emily Blunt, right? Is I feel like it's going to bring, it potentially has the uh, capacity to bring back the action rom com, which yeah. is one of my favorite. Action, adventure, romance. Yeah, genre yeah. of movies. Um, and I've, it's been, we've had movies that have sort of tried, like uh, Lost City of D, which I do love. Um, but this might be the one to fully break through the static. And I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it too. I mean, it does seem like another movie where... <laughs> He gets to like steal the show with his like cool disaffected attitude, yeah. and it's maybe we'll see how balanced the story is between Emily Blunt is like it's her right yeah as like the powerful you know director, but she's just kind of like keeps getting undercut by his suave yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> Brian Goslingness. Um, so yeah, I, don't, I, I, it looks, the trailer is, is great and it just looks like a lot of fun. Emily Blunt is a powerhouse in her own right. Totally. So I'm hopeful as, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. They probably are going to have really great chemistry and uh, yeah, we just haven't had a good solid action rom-com in a while. And I would love, I would love for this to do well and be good. Cool. Um, for I'm not going to pick there's I'm going to skip over I don't have them written down here but there's shows that are coming back that I'm super excited for like industry season two I don't know what the date is but um, Ashley hasn't seen season one so I'm gonna have to find someone to watch that with me so there's some things that I'm really excited about Um, frankly none of the TV shows I have written down here are really jumping out at me. There's a Duffer Brothers production that's not Stranger Things season five, which supposedly is is coming out, The Burrows. But they also have to finish Stranger Things season five mm. post-strike and try to get that out this year. That'll be like a full, you know, multi-week podcast adventure if and when season five of the final season of that comes out. So I'll stop stalling and pick... Um, the week of April 26th, I'm curious whether which one of these movies you'll go with me to see. Um, Civil War, the new Alex Garland movie that's set in like a near future divided America, a real stretch. Um, I haven't seen the trailer that has gotten a lot of buzz and attention, but I just love every Alex Garland movie. So. What else does he do? um annihilation uh, and ex machina right, right, right. and yeah um a lot of like high concept sci-fi stuff mm-hmm. um, devs on fx which mm-hmm. which i loved so you can choose civil war um to come with me to see mm. or challengers the zendaya tennis movie oh right 
What a choice. Yeah. This movie was supposed to come out last September, but because she couldn't promote it. <laughs> yeah, they pushed it. It yeah. was supposed to open a film festival, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I think it maybe still did. I Yeah, I don't know. But they didn't. They pushed the mainstream release for sure. And then they, it's very funny, they pushed, obviously, Dune pushed too. And it's like. Yeah. Well, Dune's, Dune's definitely on, on the list. Um, I make the choice now. Yeah. Live then, on television. And, and, and then you're locked in. I haven't seen the trailer for Civil War. Um, I love Zendaya. (laughs) So based on that, I guess Challengers doesn't seem like necessarily my vibe, but I love her. So I'll support her. Okay. Well, I'll support Kirsten. I will challenge myself (laughs) and go see Challengers. Oh. That's the things you do for uh, love. Uh. <laughs> the tennis term. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's um, that combo for that weekend is uh, those are two of my most anticipated movies, and they just happen to be coming out the same weekend in April. So that's my third choice, I believe. Mm. Okay. I'm going to skip ahead to July 19th. Damn. Steal I, it. I, I'm I know, stealing I, it. If we were doing this like a, a fantasy draft, I would have chosen differently because you know I'm not going to go to yeah. What's the point of stealing? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I I yeah, this is I don't know anything about this. I mean, I feel like I've read stuff about it, but I don't actually remember any of it. So yeah, there's like no what plot do you know about you. Have to say it. I was just stalling. Oh right, um, July nineteenth, supposedly, if it stands, we'll see. Uh, Twisters, the sequel to the '90s classic Twister, is no, not to come the. Out. Oh, I was thinking this was a board game adaptation. Oh, no, I'm just game? kidding. Oh, <laughs> Twister. Oh, because <laughs> that's going to be a big thing after post Barbie as we get all these yeah board crazy game games movies. Yeah, uh, no. This I mean, is... you're forgetting that Battleship truly started it all. True. Yeah, I am starring Rihanna. I am forgetting. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Twisters. Uh. I there's nothing there are no real details out about it except that Helen Hunt's supposed to be in it and I believe Glenn Powell and also someone else cool that I can't remember off the top of my head yeah I don't know who directed it like yeah like I'm almost avoiding anything um Twister the um, 96 movie I believe with with Paxton and and, and Helen Hunt and Seymour Hoffman and sadly um several of them uh, are deceased is uh, I always futz with my letterbox top four because a top four is pretty pretty you know high praise and I've had Twister in there at times it is not technically a disaster movie it's a natural disaster but it 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 satisfies everything I like about those types of movies you get like the build up you get kind of like a pre a you know a, a big storm to start the movie but then you know that there's going to be like false alarms throughout before the the real category five hits you get the the driving sequences it just has like all the the anticipation and build up i love from a disaster movie um but combined with just some of the most charismatic and eclectic acting performances as well and everyone's chemistry is is off the charts so none of that really 
necessarily will translate to a sequel. I guess that's why I haven't really been following this. I don't I don't really know what you do with a sequel other than just more tornadoes. Right. I mean global warming. You think that's going to Yeah, gonna climate be like change. A- I do I feel like climate change is going to be a huge component of it. Um I don't even see Helen Hunt actually listed in the But I, I guess not to cast, cut you off sorry. but like we've seen um Geostorm, we've seen um, Day After Tomorrow. I mean, I don't know if we is the right word <laughs> for the second one. We watched five minutes of it um, over the weekend. Um, I've seen it several times. There's like a category of storm movie that's that's like they try to make it seem conceivable in the in the plot of the movie, but it's basically just like a freak event, even something like San Andreas. <sighs> doesn't really isn't like twister is a realistic tornado movie. yeah because it's just uh like you were saying essentially a natural occurring weather phenomenon and then all of a sudden there's just a giant one yeah and they're choosing to put themselves in harm's way yeah rather than people being like i mean it does hurt innocent people but like the main characters are there on purpose yeah um anyway i love twister I, yeah, I don't know why I'm talking the whole time on your pick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> who's to say? Um, it so a sequel to it. I'm I'm excited for. I mean, it might be bad, but who cares? At a certain point, disaster movies also have more. I feel like um, give to them yep. in terms of Certainly for whether many. they're good or bad. It doesn't really matter. Like, no. there's just if there's a disaster, let's go. Yeah, I've been saving Moonfall um for a rainy day <laughs> that one's supposedly really bad they can be bad in a, a generic way that's not as fun um don't look up i know people mm-hmm. had mixed responses to speaking of if you want to make it more of like a political statement mm-hmm. um i i really enjoyed that i think greenland was a recent one with gerard butler master mm-hmm. of disaster mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, that's good yeah, that was done in in kind of a, a fresh feeling way. Um, so uh, whether it's like quality, you know, or melodrama like Armageddon, it doesn't matter. I'm in every time. Yeah. Um, and this will be opening weekends movie. This will be the Barbenheimer mm-hmm. <laughs> for us of the summer. I don't know what we're going to mash it up with, mm-hmm. but um, stay tuned to find out. Yeah. So where do I want to go? There's still some really good movies in the mix I'll, I'll pick one that i know ashley will be on board for because we did um we did pearl for the podcast the prequel to x um and now we have the third installment in the mia goth horror franchise um maxine with three x's <laughs> maxine Tri- max triple xine um and, yeah and this is going to be set in the 80s in the porn industry during like the vhs revolution so pearl took us back to like um the underground pornography days when it's on like um reel to reel and then x took us into the 70s when it's kind of like becoming when porn theaters are becoming um a huge booming business and now this is going to be like straight up you know mid 80s very fun time um cocaine porn and just general like debauchery mm-hmm. or um the big three 
Yeah. <laughs> well, just kind of like all the excess that the 80s are known for should be on XX. display. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I knew what I was doing there. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Maxine doesn't have a release date. I'm guessing they've all come out in the fall. Maybe not, actually. Um, Pearl came out in the fall. So, we'll see. Um, but uh, Ty West works really efficiently. And I'm Weren't guessing they like filming at the same time half the time. Uh, they filmed Pearl secretly at the same time as X, so that one was like mostly done. Whereas Maxine, I think they did have to restart production, but I'm confident it'll be coming out later this year. All right. What's your what number? Are we on three, fourth, fourth. Yeah, I think it's your fourth. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. January is usually a dumping ground for movies, which is a bummer because it's my birthday month. So I always yeah. want to see a good movie. Is this but one coming up not... really soon? It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, January 12th, The Beekeeper, uh, which is some sort of kind of action-y Kingsman-esque um, movie starring Jason Statham. And honestly, put Jason Statham in anything and I'll go see it. Like that's 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 it. Beekeepers are like some under or some secret organization that combats like online hacking or something or keeps the order. I, uh, he is fighting some kind of like technological threat, I think, from the trailer. Yeah, probably. And someone gets their hand ripped off, which yeah. is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be hopefully like a dumb, fun action movie like Crank or The Meg or, mm-hmm. you know, Kingsman. Some of those that you mentioned are like even better. Um, at least the first Kingsman. Uh, yeah, the only good one. And yeah. 99% of it is good. So this one could hopefully it's just going to be a really fun um, but intentionally dumb over the top yeah, action like movie. stylized, glossy. Yeah. Are we going to are we going to see that in theaters? Because it comes out on January 12th. Yeah, if we can find a good place to see it. Okay. Um, we can find the recliner seats at Esport, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've got two more choices left. I really wish there were more TV shows I could choose from, but there aren't. So I'm going to go with... I'm not going to pick Dune. We're definitely going to see that. Um, there are two imaginary friend movies coming out, but I'm going to go with the one called imaginary Shocked. <laughs> from the producers of Meg. Mm. I think I, I uh, it's basically just kind of like from Megan, right? <laughs> yeah. Megan, not the shark movie, no. but the AI doll movie. Yeah. Um, or our friends <laughs> from to the interest of Meg. Um, this is, I guess, a kid's imaginary doll, imaginary teddy bear comes to life and starts murdering people. Yeah. Right? Um, I think so. That's it. That's all I need to know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm there. Um, that's going to be March 8th. And I had really high hopes. Like, Megan was great last year. Mm-hmm. The, you know, killer doll movie. And then Cocaine Bear, we did a, po- we, we did a podcast on the release for it. Um, I know you and Jen had a great time mm-hmm. i liked it it's just like i thought it could have been so much more fun mm. there were definitely really over the top fun moments but it didn't quite come together for me um so i'm hoping we get more kind of like 
silly concept um, horror adjacent movies that are just a lot of fun and they nailed they nailed kind of like the the silly um, horror tone perfectly but we'll see what's um what's your last choice oh goodness mm. you know I'm gonna be I'm gonna go a little outside okay and go with knowing absolutely nothing about what this movie is okay zero things except for the director um which is the tbd frankie frico oh yeah so steven um kostowski i think is his name something something like that um the director of psycho gorman which i love psycho gorman it's like hits this fun like old uh, Japanese monster Power Ranger-esque like show mm-hmm. um, it's funny it's weird so I'm gonna you know in the, the, the take a director's note you like to follow directors I like to follow actors but I'm gonna take a page from your book and go and I would like to see this movie having no other basis except for I like that one movie he directed yeah and he made a movie called The Void which I don't think you would like it's a more like um, tonally uh, straight horror movie and this movie from the very little i saw about it looks in the vein of psycho gourmet frankie thank god frico frankie or frankie frico is a doll maybe I, I i can't even remember but it looks it looks like absurd and, and fun and if in so much that it has like horror like psycho gourmet that was just horrifying things happening it was a monster movie but not like there's no there was no tension or like scares really it Mm -hmm. was yeah it was like a japanese monster you know battle royale type movie Mm -hmm. if anything um with really cool like practical effects too yeah absolutely like in a mix in of like retro special effects at the same time so that's that's a great choice um see when that comes out um i just don't i just don't know where to go um there's oh man i'm gonna i'm gonna go with love lies bleeding uh the same weekend as imaginary so you'll have another sophie's (laughs) choice here this is the um kristen stewart um i guess she is like the love interest of a female bodybuilder and I don't know much about this, but just kind of the general aesthetic. It's an A24 movie. It looks like, have you seen the trailer? No, I haven't seen the trailer. Um, anything set in kind of like the bodybuilding world is, is fun and, and kind of like, uh, a dark seedy way. Uh, well, it doesn't have to be, but typically the movies that are set there are, and having females at the center of it instead of um, um, steroid, steroided out men will be mm. interesting. You loved Glow. Yeah, I did. You love loved glow. Pain and Gain. <laughs> yep. Gonna love Iron Claw. The Wrestler. Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, you do yeah. have a. Yeah, I'm excited. We haven't seen Iron Claw yet. We'll be seeing that. Um, maybe the day this is being released um but yeah it's tough this was i really wanted to do a more comprehensive preview of 
TV shows that were coming out. And like I said at the top, it's either there's known commodities that are getting another season, but everyone's anticipating those equally. Oh, yeah. You know what's coming back that I'm actually excited for that's not on this list? What? Uh, The, I want to say third or fourth season? Third? Fourth? Season? Girl 5 Eva? No. Although I should watch that show. It's exactly up my alley. I don't know why I haven't yet. Um, The Great North. Oh, of course. Should be coming back soon. I'm very excited for that. Yeah. So Bob's Burgers is one of your favorite shows. Mine as well. Mm -hmm. And Great North. Same creators? Um, Same. Yes. Like from the team that brings us Bob. Yeah. But different. Like different. Creative. Animators? Uh, yeah, like the, the writers and producers. Um, I can't remember. Okay. Well, anyway, I mean, it's got some shared DNA yes. with, with Bob's. Very feels much so. very much like a sibling show mm-hmm. to Bob's. Yes. Um, wholesome family um, dynamics. Like the beauty of Bob's is just how, you know, it's it's very witty and, and, and funny um, and kind of covers a, a range of humor styles, but it always comes back to how much the family, family supports and loves each other. Yeah. It's just like family. just like Fast Twelve <laughs> or Eleven. It's probably not coming this year. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah. Um I can't think of any uh anything else to call out right now. I think we're gonna be surprised by a lot of shows that, that come out of nowhere. And for the podcast we'll mostly Watch those, but we'll also venture into movie territory. I'm interested warranted. in Mr. and Mrs. Smith, too. Yeah. I like the cast. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. Donald Glover and, mm-hmm. and Phoebe Bridgers. No. Bridges. No. She's Phoebe not, no, she dropped Bridges a Waller. while ago. <laughs> uh, it's Maya Erskine from Pen15, Penis, whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, different. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's coming out on Prime. There's yeah, there's some anticipated shows, but for the most part, we're just gonna wing it as the year comes at us. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that's all I've got. Thank you for joining again, Jamie. You're welcome. Thank any, you for having me. Any um, anything you want to? Any resolutions or viewing strategies that you want to employ this year? Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. Stick with what works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's it for our preview of 2024. If you want to follow along as we actually watch some of these things, then search new release in Apple or Spotify or any other podcast place. Take us out. Do-do-do-do. Ice cream haunted music. Go. I am so hungry. Yeah, me too.